Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello, this is John Dorsey. How you doing, buddy boy? Don't be scared. What's better than this? Guys, being dudes here on the Draft Dudes Podcast, presented by Locked On. It's Joe Marino and Kyle Krabs from the Draft Network, and we are your hosts here on this Wednesday edition of the Draft Dudes Podcast. Really excited to talk football with Kyle once again, like we do every single day for you. Kyle, welcome to this hump day edition of Draft Dudes. No, no, this is not hump day. This is a hurricane season episode of Pod. You are buckling down, aren't you? Battening down the hatch. Florence is going to come a-knocking. It's throwing off the football schedule in the Carolinas this week, and that's no good. No, it's not good. I was going to North Carolina State to see West Virginia and Will Greer. Game's canceled. So uh, the good news is I still get in uh, Boston College Wake Forest on Thursday, 5.30 p.m. kick. Uh, So I'll still be able to do that. But uh, after that, it's about uh, getting back home. Trying to stay dry and hoping no trees fall in my house, man. You do have a couple branches in your immediate vicinity. A couple, man. I got some friggin' big old trees, man. And you got a you got a a bigger yard than I thought you did the first time I came to your house, too. That's a real problem because I also have a push mower, and uh, I have a very bad fear of snakes. And uh, snakes live in North Carolina, sir. And so I push mow this yard that is surrounded by trees and woods. And I think about stepping on a copperhead the whole time. So when you say a little prayer, right? I do. I'm on island. Say a little prayer anytime you pull that 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 drawstring (laughs) and hope for the best. And I think they'll get out of the way, man. Like you're following along behind the lawnmower, so you got a weapon in front of you. Yes, I do. But I mean, you never know a little sneak attack from the side. You know, coming coming up against the the brush. You just they're not engaged in guerrilla warfare, dude. They're (laughs) snakes in the grass. Well, as a man who's been bitten by a venomous snake, I'm surprised you're not a little more concerned, Kyle. Yeah, well, I was a child at the time. And I would look at it this way. Yes, water moccasin on the right wrist. I was five or six years old at the time, uh, living in Augusta, Georgia. But, Joe, your peace of mind is this. Who is the the highest profile snake in the world? The, uh, what is it, the Black Mamba? No, oh, yeah, no, no, profile. No. Okay, not the most venomous, the highest profile, the one that people know. Yeah, is that what you're saying the most yeah. famous snake? Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm gonna say a rattlesnake is the most universally known. No, snake no, 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 it's Kevin Durant. And when the going got tough, Kevin Durant tucked tail and ran away from a fight. So, you know, those copperheads in the grass, we have very firm scientific evidence that says snakes in the grass are not going to be sneaking up behind you and attacking you, they're just going to tuck their tail and run away. Well, thank you. I'll keep mowing my grass. Peace of mind. Yeah, keep that grass short so those snakes don't get in there. Yeah, that's why I do it. Joe, you sent me a very peculiar DM <laughs> are we uh, doing this? yesterday. We are okay. doing this in the afternoon. Okay. I don't know who the guilty party is, and I don't want to put anybody in the spot, so you don't have to name drop. But you said someone told me, quote, someone told me that I look like Dak Prescott. And I, I read this message that you'd sent me 
and I took a moment and thought about it. And then I read it again, hoping it would make more sense the second time. And then I pulled up the pictures of you two side by side. And I guess you've got similar facial hair and shortcut hair. I don't, I don't, did they, did they go into any depth to the Dak Prescott doppelganger? Because I'm going to be completely honest with you. I think that's a terrible doppelganger for you. Well, so the way this was presented to me is obviously Dak Prescott and the Dallas Cowboys came and lost to the Carolina Panthers here in Charlotte. And so he's a, at the forefront of the people's minds. And so had a, a friend who I'm, I'm, I'm friends with her and her husband. And I saw her on Monday and she said to me, look, I, I got to tell you something. I was watching the Panthers game and I kept on seeing Dak Prescott come across my screen. And the only thing that I can think of is that he looks like Joe Marino. And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't agree with that at all. She's like, yeah. And even my husband was affirming that. And I'm like, Okay, this I think that's a terrible comparison. All right, so here's where things get weird, right? Is I I went to my fiance and I said, "Look, do I look like Dak Prescott? Do you think this is a good doppelganger for me?" And she eats it up. She agrees with it, and I don't think it's true. And I know you don't think it's true. It's the fr- it's fake news. That's as far as I would go. Look. I even went as far, do you remember when we did our live draft stream and there was a football helmet on the desk and you put the football helmet on your head? Yeah. I even that? went as far as to, to pull up that picture of you wearing that Saints helmet on your head, hoping that maybe they were looking at it through the scope of a helmet, the facial stretch. And it's, it's just not true. It's not true. You, I'm, I hate to be the bear of bad news, and I told you that already, but you do not look like Dak Prescott. Uh, I agree with you. The, the, the overarching thing, I could dismiss this entire conversation, right, quickly. I don't agree with it. You don't agree with it. It doesn't make any sense. But the woman I'm going to marry next May, <laughs> she thinks she thinks it's true. And so that's something I have to deal with. And she, she defends when it. I, I told her – I. She even got pictures. She even Google imaged Dak Prescott's face and put it next to mine and agreed that I look like Dak Prescott. I don't know. Maybe she's blind. I don't know. She's, she's agreeing say, to when, marry me, so there's concerns already. You know when's what I mean? the last time the missus has been to the eye doctor? I don't know. We might it need might to get be a chat, time bro. to schedule. <laughs> it might be time to schedule. Um, so, Joe, who do you look like? I think there's two. I think there's two doppelgangers that make sense for me that have been said to me. Uh, John Lester, pitcher, Chicago Cubs. Yes, and I, not only, I think it's a good one. And here's why I love it. What is John Lester? He's like the the least amount of throws to first base in like MLB history. Like it was like six years before, like between times that he checked the runner at first. Love that about him. All right, and he looks like it. The other guy, Anthony Zettel, defensive lineman from uh, Penn State. <laughs> Now, what team's he on now? The Browns? He got he was on, on the, the Browns. The yeah, he's on the Browns now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Dude, so I, I got this picture of Zettel up, and it looks just like you. I can't handle it. Yeah. So there it is. If no one's if nobody knows what I look like, just look up Anthony Zettel, and that's me. <laughs> he's got a backwards cap one, and uh he's got like the same beard as you do. And this is totally you. 
Valentine's Day is just around the corner, and it's only fitting that this important interruption is brought to you by Manscaped. Manscaped is the best in men's below-the-belt grooming. Have you thought about what you're getting your loved one this year? Or maybe you want to give the gift of sweet-smelling grundle bliss to your partner. I'm talking about the Manscaped Perfect Package 3.0. Whether you're the only one who gets to see what's going on down there or you're one of many, do you, your partner, and everyone else a favor and introduce yourself to this revolutionary company. Manscaped just launched their brand new Perfect Package. Inside the Manscaped Perfect Package, you'll find their Lawnmower 3.0 trimmer, which features skin-safe technology and will prevent you or your man from cutting his nuts. Speaking of smelling nice, let's be real. No one wants to carry around that locker room smell with them. That's why I am thankful for the Crop Preserver and Crop Reviver. These products keep your crotchal region from sweating, smelling, and sticking. The Perfect Package will also come with a pair of Manscaped boxer briefs that'll keep that junk feeling fresh all day. It's time to upgrade those overused pair of boxers to this new new. Give the gift that will make your Valentine's Day spicy. Go to manscaped.com and use the promo code locked on to get 20% off and free shipping. Ladies, this is the perfect gift for you and your man and men. Your partner will thank you. Trust me, he will thank you. And guess who else will thank you? Your balls will thank you. 20% off and free shipping when you use the promo code locked on at manscaped.com. Support for this podcast comes from HealthNetics. Do you have nagging aches and pains from your younger, more athletic days? HealthNetics CBD is a premium brand CBD that may help take care of aches and pains, as well as relieve anxiety and sleeplessness. HealthNetics products are all natural, THC-free, made in the USA, and undergo third-party lab testing to ensure quality and purity. All CBD is not the same. Order today with a money-back guarantee at HealthNetics.com and use promo code SPORTS for 20% off. You should start wearing Zettel jerseys and see if people confuse you. <laughs> Do people know who Zettel is? Like, is he common enough? For, I don't know. Like, I know people are probably Google imaging him right now, but uh, you know, I don't know if I don't know if that's like something. I heard something this week that Peyton Manning used to go to bars in Tennessee disguised by wearing a Peyton Manning jersey. Really, and it worked. Yeah, I heard that on the radio. On uh, Sirius X on the highway in the last week, that, that's what he did. Have you that's ever seen? Have you ever seen the? Um, wait, oh shoot! I sent you a link. My producer just sent you a link, but it was supposed to be for an image, and yeah. I sent you a video. So don't open that up on the air. All right, I'm not opening it. Um, copy image address. There we go. Have you ever seen like they have the segments on like the night shows on TV where they have like. I think they had Aaron Judge do one where he's like, he goes on the streets of New York and he asks people what they think of Aaron Judge. And it was like when Judge first started playing. So like you could tell none of these people actually knew who he was, but they'd heard his name because he's like tearing it up with the Yankees. Have you ever seen any of those things? Yeah, no. They're super funny. Um, well, I'm glad at least we, we've established that you do have doppelgangers that make sense, Joe. I've, I've been given several, and I've been holding out on you on who uh, the worst doppelganger. I don't think it's as bad as Dak Prescott for you, but I had one person one time tell me that I look like Michael Phelps. Ooh, no, that's not and true And that at all. facial structure is just not there. 
right? Like, no, first of all, Michael's, <laughs> Michael's got an infinitely better body than I do, and I am infinitely more attractive in the face because Michael's not an attractive man from the chin I'll, up. In my I'll opinion. agree with that. I'll agree with that. Thank you. I'll agree with that. You're, you're the, nothing in the face is similar. Nothing. No, no, there's nothing at all. You both have longer faces. That's it. That's it. That's okay. where it we, ends. We have almond shaped heads. That's it. That, <laughs> that's the word. I never thought of that. Yeah, yeah, you do. You do. That's something you have. Yeah. That's yeah, okay. I get an extra like inch in height, so I'll take right. it. There you go. I, there's doppelgangers I like for you. There's one that I've given you. Which is the one that you've coined? Carl Edwards. You Carl, are Carl Edwards, Edwards, the NASCAR yeah. driver. 100%. Yeah, my, my mother's convinced that we're long lost uh, brothers. And she's a, she's a Carl Edwards NASCAR fan. Well, this is so a good one for you. Yeah. Um, ever since I've started doing the whiskey videos, I've been getting uh, suggestions and assertions that I'm Gordon Hayward's a popular one. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, I just got Case Keenum the other day. That's probably which I did, not good. which is lower on my lexicon. I've gotten Kevin Bacon a few times, like young Kevin Bacon, like Footloose Kevin Bacon. Uh, Case Keenum's not true, so that's not true. I've seen you in. Person. Are you looking that's these up true. as we go? Oh yeah, yeah, Kevin Bacon. Yeah, like uh, Footloose Kevin Bacon. You might age like this. I can see you aging and looking like Kevin. Bacon. No, if you want my aged future, look up Ethan Hawke. Okay. If you put five people in, if you put a hundred, if you put three people in front of me and said one of them, Ethan Hawke, couldn't tell you who he is. Oh, then you pull uh, it up right now. Yeah, I don't know who this guy is. Maybe, yeah. If you do the goatee and you get this hair going, maybe. Yeah, I mean, he was in maybe training day. Priority. He he was in uh, training day with Denzel Washington. Great movie. I don't know if you've ever seen it. No, I never saw that. But yeah, but they, dude, I want this is you at forty three. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah, that's that's my future. Ryan Lewerke's not bad. Yeah, I got Lewerke the other day too. People are convinced that I just like Lewerke because we have the exact same haircut, which is not false. But I like Lewerke. <laughs> I like Lewerke for other reasons as well. Wow, did we just talk about doppelgangers for twelve minutes? Uh, no, because we had a lead in and we talked about Hurricane Florence and snakes in the grass and Kevin Durant. So, uh, but we would like to talk a little football today. <laughs> On a football podcast, I think that'd be a great idea, football right? Football season, week one of the NFL. I'm uh, sorry, people. I'm sorry. Yeah, so, I mean, that that's kind of what we're just going to talk about is kind of some of the abnormalities we saw in week one and how week one will lie to you and how we shouldn't get too worked up, especially Saints fans. Step off the ledge. Come on back. <laughs> take a deep breath. I'm sure Joe's going to rub some salt in the wound, but I'm your friend here. I actually picked you guys to win the Super Bowl this year. So, uh, 48 points. To the Bucks is not great. I'm going to be honest. That's not the way you want to draw it up. But uh, Fitz magic, man. I mean, it's it's just one of those things that Ryan Fitzpatrick just blew up on you. And Deshaun Jackson had big plays down the field. And Marshawn Lattimore was planking on his face. And <laughs> it was just, it, it was like anything and everything that could go wrong for the Saints did go wrong in that football game. So, uh, so if you were to ask me, Joe, abnormalities in week one, Bucks beating Saints without Jameis Winston 48-40 to 40 is the, the top thing that comes to my mind, and I don't think you should overreact too much to it yet. No, no, I, I yeah, I mean, you talk uh, – <laughs> 
the the Buccaneers are probably gonna they've probably won they're gonna win four or five games this year maybe they've already won one uh, I don't see much to get excited about I mean fits with all that time to get ready for this game and for Dirk Cutter to put together this game plan uh, good for them man it was magical I get that but they're not gonna win ten games this year now that could be a sound clip that comes back and bites me in the ass but I don't think I'm actually kind of here for either. It. No, either either team, yeah. I just don't think there's a whole lot to uh, to take away. Uh, week week one will lie to you. Uh, one of mine that really stands out: the Detroit Lions this bad. I don't know, man. I don't think so, and I don't think the Jets are that good. Matt Stafford's not going to throw four interceptions every week. So, like, I'm sure there's probably some suicidal Lions fans out there. This was what? A, this is a nine and seven team last year. Didn't make the playoffs. Fired Jim Caldwell. Brought in Matt Patricia. Uh, I think they got to find their way. All these new teams with coaches uh, all struggled, right? They're like 0-6 or 7 or something like that. Yeah. Um, so if I was a Lions fan, I, I don't know that playoffs should have been your expectation at all going into this year. But Matt Stafford's a fine quarterback. He'll bounce back. And don't, you know, step off the ledge. You're probably still going to win seven or eight games this year. On the other yeah. side of that, the, the, the Jets aren't going to score 48 points every week. It's not going to happen. Sam Darnold's going to have – more moments like he did on the first throw of the game. He's also going to have good moments where, like the touchdown pass that he threw to, to uh, Robbie Anderson. So I, I think that's one game that if you're the Jets, you, you, you're really happy about the way that you played. You're really excited about the turnovers and the way Darren Lee played. But I don't think you can get too crazy and start thinking that you're going to threaten the Patriots this year. And if you're the Lions, you're probably still going to win seven or eight games. But that should have always been your expectation. Right. This is NFL Under Review, local experts on the biggest NFL stories. The NFL Honors Award Show was last week and one surprise when it came to Defensive Player of the Year. This is Bear Motter with your Los Angeles Rams update from Lockdown Rams. Aaron Donald would have been the first player in NFL history to win the award three straight years in a row, but it wasn't the case that the NFL Honors that award this year went to Stephon Gilmore. And don't get me wrong, Stephon Gilmore had a great season. Six interceptions, 18 pass deflected, two touchdowns. He had 53 total tackles. Stephon Gilmore won the award with 21 votes. Chandler Jones came in second with 14. TJ Watt with 10. Although Donald says this doesn't bother him, I see him putting this chip on his shoulder, working even harder, and coming back stronger in 2020, which is a scary thing for the rest of the NFL. For more NFL news, subscribe to the Locked On NFL Podcast only on the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Uh, didn't the Jets score 31 points in that third quarter with yeah. like 58 yards passing or something like that? Yeah, ridiculous. It's, it's just like uh, a a folly of errors for the Lions on Monday night. Really was. You know what's, for lack of a better phrase, Joe, please forgive the French here, but bullshit. I'm looking at the NFL.com standings right now. And we already have ties in the win-loss column. Why? Terrible. Cleveland and Pittsburgh, shame on you both. Okay? Ben Roethlisberger probably played the worst game of his life as a pro quarterback. Would you think that's a fair statement? Like five turnovers? Some straight up, like, been watching too much Penn State, Trace McSorley, YOLO balls into coverage. (laughs) 
It's like, Ben, what are you doing, dude? He looked he looked bad. But again, this is a Hall of Fame quarterback. He's not going to be that bad. You know, and it's certainly not time to hit the panic button. They have a talented group of wide receivers with Antonio Brown, uh, Juju Smith-Schuster, James Washington I really like. Uh, so Pittsburgh gave this game away, and Cleveland said, nah, you know, we don't want it either. Which, you know is frustrating in its own right because I think from an aggressiveness standpoint, Cleveland probably played as conservative of a football game as you possibly could. And then they were gift wrapped the game at the end and they gave it back. So from a Pittsburgh perspective, yes, you tied Cleveland. Yes, you should be embarrassed. No, don't panic yet either because Ben Roethlisberger, um, that's the worst I've ever seen Ben Roethlisberger play. And I'm old enough to remember Ben Roethlisberger's entire playing career. Never saw him that bad. Won't stay that way forever. Another team that does not need to panic, San Francisco 49ers. I know that uh, they lost 24-16. Jimmy G was 15 of 33. Three picks. Not great. Not great. Yeah, look, I mean, he, he was better when he didn't know the playbook, right? I mean, come on. Yeah. This is a tall order. I think I mentioned this on Monday show at Minnesota with that defense, man, like you, you still turned the ball over three interceptions and it was a one score game. I mean, they're, they're, this is a tough matchup. And, you know, we talked as well about the 49ers and how, like kind of like what I said with the lions, I'm not sure the playoffs should have really been the expectation this year, but can they win eight games, nine games? If everything goes right, 10, Yes, I still think they can. I'm really, really excited about this front seven. The Forrest back, Buckner, total stud, two and a half sacks in week one. Solomon Thomas, Eric Armstead, good players, man. A lot of upside there. Now Fred Warner played lights out. Didn't even have Reuben Foster. Malcolm Smith's still injured. I mean, I just think there's a lot to be excited about. Akel Witherspoon at corner. He had a good game. Yeah, yeah, he did. There's too many good pieces on this team. I know the Jarek McKinnon thing hurts. But by and large, to to go on the road, lose by one score, Jimmy G, Jimmy G throws three interceptions, doesn't complete 50% of his passes, you still competed? Look, it's going to be okay, 49ers fans. There's nothing to uh, to be concerned with yet. You know who do? I know that the theme of this show is, you know, the, the aberrations in week one lying to you. You know who does need to start being a little concerned? The Atlanta Falcons. Lost, yeah. lost Deion Jones. Uh, that was announced yesterday. He's being put on IR. Keanu Neal's out for the year. Uh, the red zone offense looked absolutely horrendous against the Philadelphia Eagles. Three possessions inside the red zone came away with zero points, and they lost that football game by six. Um, Atlanta's got some tough sledding, dude. And... Um, Obviously, New Orleans dropped a game, so that's that's big. Carolina snuck out. And, Joe, you, I mean, you deserve credit. You were the only person in the Draft Network Slack that picked Carolina to win that football game against Dallas. And, uh, Wait. yes? I want to talk about Dallas. Dallas? Because, Dallas yeah, sucks, I, man. I know. I think, I think Sunday was real. I think that's yeah. Dallas. If they were ever going to take advantage – of a secondary and Dak was going to perform well, it's that one, right? Dante Jackson, first start, James Bradbury trying to bounce back safeties that are a thousand years old each. 
Dak passed for 170 yards on 29 attempts. Dak played scared. It's not going to get different. I mean, that's the worst secondary he's going to play this year. And, you know, Zeke, they still fat, 15 carries, 69 yards. Good front seven in Carolina. But their offensive line's not dictating games right now. And yeah. they're not going to without Travis Frederick. Connor Williams struggled again, like we said, against Kawan Short. Great football player. But those, I mean, Kawan Short plays for a lot of teams, right? I mean, it's, it, he's mm, one of the best. Does he know? Does he know? Yeah, look, he's one of the best five, right? But, like, you're going to play a really good player every week. I mean, it's the NFL. Like, that's what I'm trying to say here. I don't know. Man. Sure. I, I I mean, Con- yeah, Connor got baptism by fire in that game. But, like, realistically, well, I just think across the board, like, they're, they're going to be so one-dimensional on offense. You know? Like, like right. you're going you're gonna to have teams daring Dak Prescott to throw the football. And he had open receivers throughout the course of that game. Did you see Jerry Jones' quote on him today? Yeah, the, the nonsense talking about I, – I Elon Musk did. Did you miss that? I missed it. He said – what did he say? He was a mix between and Jared – somewhere between Jared Goff and Cam Newton? He was a mix between Jared Goff and Cam Newton, and you were going to see that. So I took the screen caps of when Elon Musk had the marijuana hit on the Joe Rogan show – took a screen cap from before it where there's the puff of smoke took the screen cap of that quote from jerry jones and i had the screen cap afterwards where elon's looking at it like hey this ain't bad <laughs> and um it's become one of the new memes uh of and i don't expect you to know this with your lack of meme culture joe <laughs> but uh you will see that one again if you missed it the first time uh, as other crazy statements are put out into the social sphere. But that's that's like not even remotely close, I think. I've seen that a lot already used. What am I saying? What, what's the, what does it mean now so that I know? It's like if you read something crazy or something that doesn't make any sense, you sandwich it in between those pictures. Okay. Because it's like, okay, well, man, like I got to be on something for this to be something that's okay. actually, that, you know, a thing. You nailed it. Then you nailed it. Yeah. Thank okay. you. Yeah. Can we check in on three things really quick here? Yeah, let's do three more things and we'll wrap up. Well, these are checking in on our uh, our friendly wagers. So right, of course, first. you were going to sit here and be smug about well, these. Come I'm not even in. there. No, I'm not even doing. Bengals and Broncos are both one and up. Yeah, so we're good on the start. same page there. Same I'm page. telling you that that head-to-head game is going to be the deciding factor, dude. Well, it's it's the tiebreaker, right? Yeah, that's going to be the biggest game of the season for us. I'm going to be the biggest Broncos. I'm going to have the time of my life rooting for the Denver Broncos. <laughs> and my I doppelganger, Case Keenum. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, Mitch, you have him plus four thousand yards. He threw for one seventy-one in the opener. He's on pace for two thousand. 2,736. Yeah, how you you think he's going to finish under 3,000 passing yards? No, I, I just need no. him to finish under 4,000 for the sake of winning this bet. Uh, and then my Sammy Watkins thing's not going well right now. Yeah, uh, how'd Sammy he, do? He didn't do well. He was three catches for 21 yards. So I need him to have Whoa. one of these three. He needs to have 80, <laughs> 1,100, and, or seven. All right, we're, not, we're not on a great pitch. Not, great. not, not great. great at all. He got five targets. <laughs> Didn't, and I don't know if you saw this, but uh, Brandon Cooks in the Rams game uh, yeah. had eight targets. And Sammy Watkins only got eight targets one time last year, and it was the game that Robert Woods was injured and missed the whole game. 
So I think that's I, a, just more of a testament to how Sammy, you've overrated Sammy Watkins. No, special yes. player. Is he special though? player? Special yes. production? No, special player. Well, you, typically at the top level of the sport, like production matters. Well, it's, Kyle, let me tell you about week one. You don't have to overreact. To <laughs> week one lies. So I'm hoping week one's lying about Mitch Trubisky. You're hoping week one's lying about Sammy Watkins. And uh, or who dat? Who is it? Who day or who dat for the ba- the Bengals? I can't remember that. Same who who dat say they gonna beat them Saints? That's who dat is the Saints. So who day is the Bengals? How am I gonna remember that Saints? Okay, maybe that's how. Day Bengals. Day Bengals. Okay, I'm good. No, you're never. I'm gonna quiz you. One, I'm gonna pop quiz you <laughs> next week. You're totally gonna fail it. Find out. Go ahead and find out. If I can stump Joe on who dat versus who day by hitting that subscribe button. Look at that segue, Joe. Nicely done. Hitting that subscribe button here on the Draft Dudes Podcast. We'd like to formally invite you guys to come back. If you're new to the show, welcome. If you're a longtime listener, thank you for your continued support. We got some takes on takes, Joe. Kyle, on Twitter. I've got to stop your clothes. Okay. We have breaking news. You need to check your text messages right now. No. You need to check your text messages live on the air. I don't have any text messages. You do. You do have a text message from the future Mrs. Marino, who uh, evidently is is three rooms away from me as we record this podcast and would like to uh, make good on her DAC doppelganger for me. And so we need to. I have no text messages. This is unbelievable. You don't have it. No. Okay. Well, I'm on this and, and you're on it too. Why don't you screen cap it and send it to me? In the, in the right tweeter.com. Yes, I am. So if the people will literally wait a second. You guys see what I deal with on a daily basis? This is outrageous. Yeah, this is this literally happens every day. Yeah, this exact this, thing. This exact exchange. Why does your event? phone get freaking text messages? What's going on with that? I don't know. Probably because I'm in a non-hurricane zone. So yeah. my cellular service is on a different level. Well, it'd be nice because then I wouldn't be in this moment right now. My phone's being slow. Oh, there it is. There it is. Okay. There it is from Lorraine. What do we think? Uh, yeah, you just did a mud run. <laughs> you got a serial number tattooed on your forehead here. No. Well, that picture is good, but not in like normal life. That's not. That's not how I. Yeah, look that's not what day. you look like in day to day life. Right. Yeah. Joe, listen, if we turned the lighting a certain way, if you went tanning for three weeks and uh, you held your hang- head at like a 32-degree angle tilted off to the right and lifted your chin five degrees, yeah, and then we yeah. had Dak uh, kind of mirror that pose, then we might be able to you know, convince people that you're like cousins. <laughs> I still don't agree with it. I agree with it for the sake of this picture. But in, in the, the, the normalness of the comparison, it's still bad. Anyways, yeah. you can continue. Well, I cannot wait for the response from your future missus-to-be when she hears this rant that I just let go on her for her co-signing of the, the Dak and Joe doppelganger because it's fake news. Fake news. It's not fake news. You can reach us on Twitter. Joe is at the Joe Marino. You can tell him who you think he looks like. Just don't tell him Dak Prescott. And you can find me at Grinding the Tape, and you can tell me who you think I look like as long as it's not Michael Phelps uh, because that, that was the worst I ever got. 
So you guys, you'd be hard-pressed to do worse than that. Maybe we'd like to invite you guys to try, but uh, make sure you follow along on Twitter and have some fun with us. We love interacting with all of our listeners and followers, and we, we want to thank each and every one of you for carving some time out of your day to listen to the Draft Dudes podcast. Kyle Krabs with Joe Marino. We'll catch up with you guys again tomorrow. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.